This is 93.7 The Ticket. Look at me short. Look at me short. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion, Vershawn Jackson. Touchdown. Vershawn Jackson, number 34, gets the touchdown. Terrell Farley. Terrell Farley. Is Terrell Farley. Defending Terrell Farley. Who last week in his first start was a holy terror. Number 43. And Jake Bakoven. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Powered by Bauer. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson. It's the fastest two hours in talk radio sports show. This is the ticket, 93.7 on the black shirt, Terrell Farley, and I'm with Buck. Yeah, no captain today. He might call in, but it's just me and Buck, and me and Buck going to start this thing off right today. We're going to start it right off in Husker football. I was, I was coming. I was just reading, man. I was just reading this little article, and it was talking about um, Isaiah Garcia Castaneda, whatever it is. Castaneda. We just Castaneda. say IGC. Yeah, yeah. IGC. Yeah. Um, the, the article was about he hints that the, his departure might not have been his, his decision entirely. Now, I remember this when it, when it happened back in, what was that, like early – Early. Like after three games, after three games, I mean, man. I mean, let's let's be honest. He had a great game the first game, uh, hundred catches, uh, hundred yards, mm-hmm. uh, four catches over hundred yards. Now the thing was, he fumbled too. But um, you know, like I said, I really don't know the true story. But you know, just just reading the story, I mean, it, it has to do a lot with football, though. You know, it, it has a lot with, you know how you do with 11 games. And he didn't play in that many games last year. But I do remember his father going off on Twitter on Mickey Joseph. Mm-hmm. Now, I, you know, I'm not a fan of parents going off on coaches because especially in college football because they're men now. They're away from home. You don't have to baby them. And a coach is not going to baby them. So they're like many grown men to me. Now, the thing is, you know, if, if a parent has to step in and, and speak for his child in college, and, and the way that his dad diss, kind of like diss Mickey Joseph, I, I thought it was the wrong way to go about it. You know, and, and, and he says it wasn't his complete fault. I mean, but you still hopped in the transfer portal. Yeah, and it, it's hard to read between the lines here because if you remember, like you said, that kind of the tweet um, that his father was 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 putting out there last year um, was, uh, you know, that he wasn't getting as many targets as he was promised or whatever. Um, so it's it's he you know, wanted he wanted to be number one. He wanted to be Trey Palmer, um, or you know, I mean, he, he kind of disputed that, but I mean, in any case, it looked like it came down to a role with the team that was had him disgruntled. 
Um, and maybe they felt at that time we just don't want a disgruntled, you know, we're yeah, because they were they're going through trying some to win. We just don't want a disgruntled player in the locker room. We don't want to deal with it. Um, I thought that he and, and it was it was kind of strange. Yeah, he did fumble. I think twice, maybe in the Oklahoma game as well. I'm trying to think of the timeline when when he, but he he had he obviously had the fumble against Northwestern that was was questionable, but had yeah. a hundred yard game, and then he just seemed. Someone to disappear, and um, that was strange. I I, I kind of thought that too. I thought like he should probably be out there for more reps. It seems like he's a guy that you could that you could rely on. That uh, back shoulder catch against Northwestern was very promising for the touchdown to start the year, um, and then uh, his his role just kind of diminished. And you know the latest comments, uh, you know at least bring some context to uh, to the situation. Um, but he didn't really want to dive too deep into it still. So I, I think there's – I don't know if there's a time and a place. It might be after his career at Nebraska when we finally get the idea of what exactly went on there, but he kind of piecing things together. Um, if the staff was just didn't want a disgruntled player, then maybe that's that's where uh, he was kind of showing the door there. Yeah, but, you know, that, that happens in football, though. It happens yeah. especially in college football. You could play one game and you could disappear for the rest of the year. Now, this kid still played and he fumbled again. Now, you know, Mickey Joseph's job is to get the best receivers on the field. And he did that with Trey Palmer. He did that with Marcus Washington. He did that with Garcia. He did that with uh, – what's the kid that left uh, that was starting last year? Uh, I mean – <laughs> the one that left the team this year already. Um, cause, from yeah, Omaha. From Omaha. Xavier Betts. Xavier Betts. Yeah. No, the other one. Alton Brown. What's his name? Alante Brown. Brown. Yeah. Alante Brown. Now, Alante Brown, I, I would have figured he would have stayed because he this kid was – he played as a freshman. You know, you know, I'm not knocking Garcia for this, but don't make it look like Mickey's fault, you know, because we put the best players on the field. Now, if you got a problem with your hands, that that's something you and your hands got to get together with. But Mickey Joseph is a great coach, and I won't let anybody discredit him from football and coaching receivers, you know, because he put Jamarcus Chase in there, Jefferson in there. He's got Trey Palmer finna go to the NFL. Trey Palmer came here and broke records at Nebraska game-wise, Receiving yards in one game. I mean, I don't know if Garcia can do that. I mean, we gave we, he had that chance against Northwestern and he did great. But the follow up games wasn't the ones like Mickey Joseph's not throwing the football. First of all, you know what I'm saying? Casey yeah. Casey Thompson throwing the football. So you know, and 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 I, and I understand how this young man feels, but don't make it look like it was the coach's fault when it could be squarely on the players too. Yeah, I, it, it, I, and obviously there's there's going to be uh, shared blame here, um, and, and I don't even know if you want to call it blame, but, um, you know, some some people just, you know, situations arise that they, they don't get along. Isaiah Garcia-Casaneda, when he came in, you know, maybe thought I should be the, the top target because I'm proven. He came in from New Mexico State where he had uh, 578 yards receiving. Um, you know, Nebraska kind of had – some guys that weren't quite proven, even Trey Palmer. But Trey Palmer obviously showed out and, and, and proved that he should have been the number one guy all along. Um, 
it's just a strange situation because I do feel, I mean, I think there's, I think there is a middle ground and, you know, sometimes cooler heads prevail. Didn't feel like the cooler heads were there. I think that there is, a, 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 you know, between Mickey Joseph and Isaiah Garcia Castaneda, um, if that was the, the in, indeed the um, kind of fractured relationship there, um, you know, I, I think you could have, again, I, I saw enough and I'm excited for Garcia Castaneda to be back is that they, they, probably could have used him you know at certain times uh last season if they could have massaged his ego or whatever it was to to, to get there so I mean they they it, you know I think that this team is better with him on the team um but at the same time you know it is one of those things too where he, he's kind of got this mark against him now so I mean it as far as being disgruntled if this kind of pops up again yeah, you I know mean, how do you how do you deal with it again you yeah. don't deal with hopefully it again. hopefully better I mean but I mean, yeah. yeah I mean if if if, if, if you're a kid and, and you're mad this makes you got to go out and practice better this makes you gotta you gotta show out in practice to earn that time back now I don't know exactly what happened between them two but I could tell you that you know they seen enough to bring them back now. Do if it happened again now, what what did that put Coach Rule at? You know that's what I'm saying. I mean, this is the thing. I mean, he's got a younger coach that he's gonna try to uh, try to impress more. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I mean he did enough to impress Mickey to go out there and catch a hundred yards the first game. But don't sit here and, and and come back to Nebraska and talk about one of our guys. And then, you know, I'm not saying it like that to be mean about it, but, you know, don't throw hints like it was just Mickey's fault. Because if you put two and two together, it's both of y'all's fault if yeah. you want to go like that. Well, and, and and I think, too, it is – I mean, he didn't uh, give too much context. He just kind of hinted out there that he didn't necessarily want to leave the program, which I think is also important because, you know – he wants to he wants to stick up for his side and and I actually give him credit for not you know diving further into it because he just said you know last year is last year he just wanted to make it clear that because if if you if we kind of look at it the way it is um, or the way that it was reported or just generally thought to be uh, is that you know you could think okay well that here's a guy that bailed on his teammates entered the transfer portal maybe didn't get what he, the looks he wanted and now is back. Uh, and so maybe it look, makes him look like a lesser of a teammate. So by him at least, you know, trying to state his case and, and let it be known that it wasn't entirely his decision um, to go to the transfer portal, you know, it just kind of sticks up for, for what he is and, and kind of and, and gives you us kind of an idea um, of maybe the, the welcoming back that, that might be there for him. But um, it, it's it's altogether an interesting situation. Like I said, I, I don't know. I'd love to hear the full story and see yeah, kind of like where it goes at because right now, we're just kind of in the middle guessing left and right. But it, it, again, it appears to be, you know, in this again, like you said, it's football. It happens. There are disgruntled players. You can decide what to do uh, with them when you have them. But, um, you know, he did play in that Oklahoma game. Uh, and it, so it was, you know, post, you know, this is Mickey Joseph in charge. Um, so it, it might have been a thing whether it's just. Did, a, he, did he fumble? He did. I think he fumbled against. Uh, oh, get him out of there! <laughs> get him out of there, coach. I, 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 my job is to put the best players well, on the field Trey to fumbled. win. Trey fumbled well, against Trey, Oklahoma too. You no, know, he he did, but Trey made up for it all through the year. Yeah, you know this guy. I mean, if that's the thing, we don't know who to, if they told him to leave. We just know he he left the program. Yeah, they never said who. They never said who. Now here's my thing. Um, dang, I just I was thinking about something and just reading this text line. 
So here's the thing. I'm going to tell you a story now. This is a true story. But this guy never quit on us, and this guy never quitted on the team because he, he was my backup. Um, Ryan Twilliger started the first six games of the season in 95. Mm-hmm. Okay, the guy led the team in tackles the first five games. I, I think the first two – no, first four games he was leading the team in tackles. Okay, I started playing a lot more. Then I started leading the team in the tackles, and then they told me I was going to start. Twig never had a bad attitude about it. This was the perfect teammate I played with because this guy was still a team player. You know, he he came to practice every day. He started, He still worked hard. He still got in the game because my role was an open field player. I'm not a goal line player. I'm too small to play goal line. Yeah. So, um, but the thing is, Trig had the po- he had the perfect. The perfect attitude. These are teammates you still want on your team because they're here for the team, not for the individual glory that some players want. You know, if you get the players who want to be a team and don't care about stats or care about who starts, don't care about when you get in, except when you get in, you play like hell. And so that's the thing. And then when I, the next following year, when I got suspended, this kid trick not not kid, but this man yeah. Tw- Ryan Twilliger stepped right in and knew the role because he started before. So things like that happen. So this is the thing I'm telling: don't give up, kids. Just because if your spot gets taken, don't give up because you got to still fight and battle for that for that job. You know, this is a week to week thing. I might go out there and pop my hamstring. Yeah. Something might happen to Trey. You know, we need you. So don't back up. Don't get mad. Don't get your dad on the internet going crazy talking smack because you know it it, it pisses everybody off in the, in the, at the at the wrong time. And that's that's just the way college football is. Now let me see what Jay Foreman is talking about here. <laughs> uh, Jay Foreman says, "Um, Farley, why you change your phone number? It ain't tell me." Well, Jay, I didn't change my phone number. Somebody else changed my phone number. I don't know, but I'll call you, buddy. I get it to you. And plus, I got a new phone. Farley knew he was weak, <laughs> but you know, but you know, I, it, it's just a thing. You don't quit on your team, man. You know, and I and I felt like. This guy quit on his team, Xavier Betts. You know, he left the program. Yeah. I don't. You know, if if me, I'll just let you go start somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I think that they probably. They, How do you think the other team? I mean, your boys gonna love you regardless. Yeah, but your boys also know that you quit on us. But well, again, that's what he. I think that's what he was trying to clarify is that it wasn't necessarily that he quit on the team. He was kind of asked to. You know, kind of giving the door is, is what he was I, trying I don't to think, clarify. I don't think he was giving the door. I think he was asking why I'm why I'm not number one. Trey, Trey Palmer's number one. Yeah, you know, so that's that's the thing. Well, then again, it's hard to read between the lines, and yeah. you got two sides of the story. Um, you know, you'd like to know, you know, from Mickey Joseph, kind of what his his thoughts are on this because it does seem to be at least a, somewhat of a dispute about playing time, and then maybe a disgruntled player. And then you don't want the disgruntled player on the team. This is at a time when Mickey Joseph is taking over the program. Um, you know, letting Eric Shenander go. I mean, he's trying to clean things up uh, in order to to put his best foot forward. Uh, not just to get the Nebraska job, but to, uh, you know, to, to turn it around and or one way or other, another, um, you know, if he doesn't get the job, like he always said, was handed off in, in a better spot than he found it. 
Um, and so, you know, the, the more distractions on the team or, you know, the e egos that you have to try to, to work with uh, might be a little bit more difficult. So, um, you know, but I, I think that that's what, you know, and, and so you can read it whatever way you want to. We don't really know the full story. Um, so maybe you could still look at it if you want to as a way that maybe he quit the team because he was disgruntled. Um, but what he was trying to say with those comments without getting you know too much further into it was that he didn't want to leave the team. So, um, you know, it, it's a it's kind of a he said, she said thing, type of thing yeah, right now. Yeah, but, but it's one thing I won't do. I won't let anybody bad mouth Mickey Joseph. Now, Mickey Joseph been through a lot himself. Yeah. Now he's back in college football. Not back, back, but he's still going to have to fight his way back. Yeah. But, you know, he's a great guy. He's a great coach, great friend of mine. And, you know, uh, just like Jesse said, Jesse, um, no, uh, yeah, I think Jesse said, Jesse said, I know we don't know the whole story, but I, I think I'd rather have Mickey with the team than IGC. Well, you know, things happen, um, Jesse, man, and, 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 and by the grace of God, Mickey was not exonerated, but the case was dismissed. And, you know, maybe he can move on with his life and, and get his coaching career back back 100%. You know, I love the guy. You know, I met Mickey seven years ago when I first stopped drinking. And he stayed with me the whole weekend, you know, just, to, you know, and, and it, it was just that genuine smile he had that, that let me know everything was all right. And, and, it's, and it's friends like that we need, and, you know. Yeah. And that's why I stick behind this guy and – and and he never told me a lie when things was going on about his case. He never he never said, "Look, man, I messed up." He said, "Terrell, I didn't do it," and I believed him, and I still believe him to the day. Yeah. So you know that's one thing. If you got friends and, and you know real friends tell you what what's going on, like they would like Bach. If I did something, I say Bach, I messed up. Bach. Yeah. Mickey didn't say that. Hmm. Mickey said, "Hey, I'm gonna beat this thing," and he did. Yeah. So and that's the way, and I'm right. But I'm not mad at, I'm not, I'm not mad at, at at Garcia. I'm not mad at at Mickey. I'm, I, you know, just let's play football, earn your spot back, earn you some playing time, and we'll see how it goes this year. Yeah. Let the talking happen on the field instead of social media. Yeah, I mean, and I and I would like, you know, I would lo love to have Mickey Joseph back too, if, if not for, you know, the court case, um, you know, just kind of put, you know, Nebraska obviously in, in a difficult situation, had to let that play out. Um, but it's, uh, it, you know, I guess as it stands here, Mickey's not with the team. And, and I, I think like a lot of Husker Nation um you know, and, and we'll we'll support him and see what he, what you know. Hope his coaching career gets gets picked up. But Isaiah Garcia Castaneda is on the team, and I do think you know. So it's not a one or the other. It's just kind of what is. And Isaiah Garcia yeah. Castaneda is on the team, and and I hope that uh, Husker Nation supports him as well because I think that Nebraska. I mean, the wide receiver position, like we I, we've been saying before, and I think you know Billy Kemp's kind of stands out, but it, you know hasn't done it at Nebraska. Certainly uh, should be respected for what he's done at Virginia. Um, but there there's kind of an opening for who's going to be the top guy and, and he might be the odds on favorite but um, we're, you know, somebody's going to have to step up and, and, yeah. and a few different guys are going to have to step up to get the playing time and, and I feel like there's enough guys with Garcia Castaneda Xavier Betts included um, that you think okay here's uh you know here's here's some potential that we've seen before if, you know if, if they can if they can keep at it you know these guys can be big parts of the team um so i mean i expect that and and if you heard the other day again we, we played the quotes maybe i can pull them up again um what uh what, what coach rule kind of had to say about uh garcia castaneda um as opposed to maybe what you would think uh you know we just be 
all we know is obviously the story that happened uh, last year. But uh, here is, uh, again, Matt Rule on Isaiah Garcia Castaneda. Last time Matt spoke, uh, Matt spoke to the media. He's really, really, really dependable. So, I mean, uh, I'll, I'll play the rest, but, I mean, that's a – he didn't say oh. really dependable. He said really, really, really dependable. Yeah. And I, I think that that's uh, – Till he dropped the ball. So, don't drop the ball this well, time. Well, wide receivers drop the ball from time to time. Uh, you have drops. That that Northwestern fumble shouldn't have been a fumble. Yeah, I don't think it was a fumble. Yeah. You know, so. So, he had very limited opportunities. He did, I think, like I said, uh, was among a few guys fumbling against Oklahoma. That was a bad week for everybody. Um, but uh, I think he can help the, help, but help you the gotta, team. But you got to realize, though, when you have other players stepping up, sometimes diminish. Yeah, some, you know, some roles diminish. Some, yeah. some roles diminish. So, we're not saying he's a bad player. We're just saying somebody else probably stepped up to get more time. Yeah. That that's what this is all about. This is football. Football doesn't play fit, second fiddle to anybody. I mean, you put your best 11 on the field, you get your top backups. Now now D-Ron says he's happy Garcia is back. I understand you that, but I'm not going to read the second part of your question D-Ron because you sound like an idiot for that right there. Now. Yeah. I, under, I understand that you're happy. But the part about Mickey, I'm not going to read that part for you, son, or sir, whatever you want to be. But I just think, you know, it's just things like that will make you go haywire. <laughs> right. Well, it's in, you know, obviously. People uh, have their own opinion. Everybody's going to have their own opinions. Some people aren't, you know, you're. You're, you, you know, you're friends with the guys, so you're a little bit more well-informed than they are just, you know, reading the papers, too. So, you know, their opinions can be coming from different uh, different viewpoints as well. So just keep All right. That. When we come back, I'm going to read Gus from Gus Mohawk. He wanted to know why Colorado is getting in, in Colorado Buffalo hype video. All the players look super small. They're getting roasted by all <laughs> the college football. But I got some news for you when we come back. This is Ticket 93.7. I'm the black shirt, Terrell Farley. I'm with... Bark. We'll be back.